What's happening, everybody? Welcome to a very Christmas special episode number 42 of the Homo Play podcast. Uh, this week, we are going to just, we're pre-recording. You know, I think I talked about that in the last episode. And basically, we're going to go through a list. Uh, this is actually Chris's idea. And he thought it'd be fun for us to talk about our top five games for the year 2020. And our five least favorite games or most disappointing games of 2020. And then uh, maybe five games that we're looking forward to in the upcoming year 2021. Uh, so we're just going to go through our typical ramble here and, uh, yeah, we'll get to the fun. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the King of Platinum Trophies himself, Christopher. Hi, all. As well as Christopher, we are joined by the 60 Frames of Curtis. Hello. The Whole Play Podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff you don't want. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news you need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by visiting the YouTube channel, which can be found by searching the Home of Play podcast. Once there, feel free to hit that subscribe button. Maybe even give us a like on the video of the spirit moves you winky wink face. If you are already hearing our beautiful voices by the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast. That means you can find us in all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Amazon, Apple, all the A ones. Every month we are going, it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If any of you have a comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please leave any of those on the YouTube videos, and we can read those on the show or alone in private while we discuss our terrific lists. On today's episode, we have no news articles. Like I said before, it's list time, buddy. This is a bonus episode. This isn't your grandpa's episode from last week. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk uh, lists. Are you boys excited? Not as excited as I will be. It sounds like ample excitement. Um, anyway, so we're going to get to our lists. Uh, we're going to do this in a crazy fashion. I say we start with our favorite games of 2020, if you will. And uh, we'll take turns starting at the bottom five. And then we'll work our way up to our number one game. So I'll let Chris, since you are the master of the list <clears throat> idea, I will let you take it first. What is your number five? My number five. Top five game. So I'm going to hit you with the with the ground running, and you guys can make fun of me. But at number five, Genshin Impact. I'm actually surprised. I thought that was going to be number one. No, so. no, no. <laughs> uh, I've just had it's so got much the number fun. one in hours. If a game can get me to put in that many hours, and it's only been out for two months, I think, just about now, uh, it deserves to be on my list, so... I have fun with it. It definitely helps that I have a, a buddy that I play with every single day, pretty much on this. So it definitely... Uh, Phrasing. What's that? I know. How do you Phrasing. say that better? I have a buddy that I play with every single day. That still I sounds <laughs> bad. It sounds bad. No, no, no that's exactly that what you said. That sounds awful. It sounds terrible. I, I have a, a friend that I play this game with regularly. It's free. It's fun. Uh, I enjoy it. Do you guys want to zing me with anything, or are you guys just going to accept it? Because we've talked about it so much. I mean, I think Genshin Impact has become the bane of my existence simply because I can't get you to play the PS5 the way it's supposed to be played, <laughs> which is with PS5 games. Other than that, I don't know. You, I'll talk more about Genshin Impact later. It's in a list. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoiler Yeah, alert. no kidding. That is my number five. Curtis, what is your number five? Uh, I put uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Okay. Just, you know, it's it's good. For the time, there was nothing else to play. And uh, I found it. It was definitely better than Odyssey. I'm preferring the 
the gameplay aspects. I like the story because, you know, Vikings are badass. Uh, performance issues, it's a lot better than Odyssey. So to me, it's just a big step up. I haven't got burnt out from it yet. I'm actually still playing it at the moment. So That's good. Steve, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what, it... Someone else slipped <laughs> somebody else slipped it in there. It's not even yours. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you do you want to add anything to Curtis's Valhalla? I haven't put enough hours into it, so I can't say much. It's uh gonna be in one of my lists as well. Uh I what put I don't I think Curtis has put more hours in it than I have. I I, think I'm only so. at forty six still. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a solid game. Uh, you know, it's, is it revolutionary? No. Um, it's another Assassin's Creed, but I do think there's improvements that we lost some stuff. I, I do feel like when you first start that game, combat's not the best. Uh, but as you get those abilities, it does improve substantially. Uh, I do think the story's better than the last two. In, in my opinion, I know people who love Odyssey. I'm not shitting yeah. on Odyssey. Vikings. But this one spoke to me more. Yeah, I, it's me. I, I it wanted was the just Viking good for like, the like time. Curtis. Like something yeah. came yes. out in November. That's all. I'll be honest. And I think the environments are better in my opinion. But I'll be honest. This one actually didn't make my list. Didn't make any of my lists. I would agree with that. I looked because I'm a creeper. I look at your hours on the PS5. And yeah. I have, see that it could probably make it, it if I put more time into it. If I, I could see it. But uh, you'd have to give up that Genshin time. Yeah, so. exactly. And then uh, all right, if we're going on to my number five. I don't know. You can be surprised or not surprised. Uh, Cyberpunk. Oh. Yeah, no. I, I think yeah. if you look, like, I went through my trophies list, and I'm like, what did I put the most hours in? What did I actually enjoy playing this year? Not a lot spoke to me this year. So when I went through my list, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I just put, ten, like, I, like I said in the previous week's podcast, I can't tell you the last time I sat down for 10 hours to play a game don't get me wrong i took like a one hour break get some chores done but like i that was a that was a big one for me i don't typically play more than four hours in a row uh and i was just enjoying myself and like don't get me wrong it's got tons of issues i don't like how it rolled out this or that i, I can see arguments being made everywhere uh against my decision but uh you know it's just the way it fell and i enjoy the heck out of playing it uh, at least the side missions, because that's all I've basically done. So. Yeah, no, I could understand that. I was actually going to put uh, Cyberpunk as my number six for all three categories, because I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see what they'll do with the game in 2021. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe in 2077 it will work better. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, Chris, what is your number four? My number four is Control. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the... Uh, well... I loved the company before they did the whole Ultimate Edition crap. But uh, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with it. I like games where you can move things with your mind. I just have a lot of fun with it. It looks good. And uh, we did talk about this on last week's episode, but I I am interested in seeing it on PlayStation 5, but uh, it's borderline. Like, I don't know. I I don't know where I'd fit it time-wise to play it. So yeah. Curtis, did you play this on PC recently? I'm kind of playing around with it now since I got my 3080 and being able to do the ray tracing. Okay, so like it offers all that stuff right off the right out of the gate, right? Yeah, it was something it it launched with that already. Okay, so then you're 
Probably playing around 60 frames. Yep, max settings, no problems, yeah. Sweet. Okay, so how does that game look? Like, would you say that looks like a shinier last-gen game? Or would you say, no, no, this looks like a, a next-gen game? It's, it's in my opinion, more of a shinier last-gen because it's... Because okay. did it actually come out on other consoles? It came out on PS4, It just right? came out on PS... Yeah, PS4, Xbox, but... Uh, they're waiting for that ultimate edition to give us the next gen because they're trying to, you know, yeah. get more money out of us. The old Double dip. flip them upside down and shake them, his pockets empty, you know? Yeah, so it's definitely, it's it's an, a shinier last gen game because it doesn't really have much better graphics in terms of, you know, models or textures, but it's just the, the ray trace lighting and reflections. Curtis, what is your number four? I put Cyberpunk. Oh, okay. Ooh. Slightly ahead of Steve. That's good. Lightly ahead, only because I actually enjoyed a little more. Like it's got a little bit of issues, mm-hmm. but it. Well, it's he also still, played a better yeah, version yeah. than me, so he's on he the PC gets, version. I totally so, agree. That's yeah, why I, I said a little them. bit of issues, not major, but yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's it's a game. It's something to do right now, but it's not anything I'm gonna probably dump a ton of time into if it continues being an issue. But yeah. The way he's talking about it makes me almost sound like Odyssey, or yeah, it, or not Odyssey, which is the latest one. Valhalla. Valhalla. It almost makes it sound like Valhalla should be ahead of that one. But. It it should be, but it depends. Like I just haven't hit. I've been doing too many side quests right now. I haven't been ah. doing any of the main stuff, and I've only got like an hour here and there. And it's just it's it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Like even playing around with the. Playing around with all the different equipment, like I just picked up the, uh, the projectile launcher because I don't want to do the the mantis blades. That it's fun, but I'm also just getting my ass handed to me by all the enemies, and I'm playing on normal. Hmm. So, like, I'm looking at it that way. Like, it's it's cool, but I don't know. It's it's also kind of losing its touch on me a little bit. Yeah, there's not a lot, at least in my opinion, for substance. Like those side quests start to blur together pretty quickly uh you know find typical building girl pops up in the corner of your screen hey clear this building okay you do it next one same thing except maybe it's get a character out of the building Pack or something kill specific in the building character but yeah yeah but you're going to like do that anyway mm-hmm. so yeah it's all i i get where you're coming from i haven't touched a lot of story because it's so short i'm scared to progress the story because i don't want it to end in like 20 hours i also remembered something that i forgot to talk about during our last episode and when we were you know kind of mentioning issues and this is also another reason why i'm kind of it's 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 higher than it should be but it's lower than it should be because it suffers from the the fable syndrome or if you want to be more specific, Peter Molyneux, the former head of Lionhead Studios, mm-hmm. promising a bunch of things and then it wasn't in the game. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. At, like, least, I'm, at, least, at least Cyberpunk told you they were not putting those things in the game. Peter Molyneux never said they were cutting those things. Oh, oh he, was, he was just, oh, this is going to be great. Look at all these things we're promising. They're like, wait, the game came out. Where is that? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I would plant the seed and watch this tree internet? grow. <laughs> oh jeez. So anyway, uh is it my yep, turn? You're number four. Oh, number four. You know what? I'm gonna put Valhalla as my number four. Yeah, I, I can't say much more than Curtis already said about it. I enjoyed it. I put, you know, if you look at my top hours, I bet you it's 
either first or second for the you know the game I put the most hours into this year. Uh, I enjoy the combat. I mean, does it have issues? Was I upset with the vertical sync stuff on the PS5? Um, you know, it looks dated even on the PS5. Like, you know, there's some textures that are great, you know, bricks and that's all fine. But overall, like character models aren't great. Hair, Ubisoft just has some weird issue with hair, I noticed. Don't get me wrong, looks a lot better than Watch Dogs Legion. So I'm not saying it's that bad, but um, yeah, overall a good game. Uh, so yeah, Chris, what is your number three? My number three is Death Stranding. Uh, really enjoyed that game. Uh, it surprised me because um, I remember watching all the trailers for it. It was no, you could you didn't know what you were getting until like almost just before it came out that you're just going to be delivering a Konami packages. game that you didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I've beaten Konami games and not known what the hell happened. <laughs> Basically, but I, yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, the story was super unique. I found it really interesting. The characters were great some of the cameos were hilarious well obviously it was repetitive in the the delivery of packages for sure but while uh, while you were playing the game were you singing i could walk 500 miles and i could walk 500 more <laughs> i definitely sang that a few times yeah going th over the hill through the snow the walking simulator 2020 <laughs> yeah but no surprisingly i had a, a really good time with it and a anything that that guy makes uh, I'm just always excited for it. It's so. definitely going to be unique. Oh, yeah. Definitely a unique one. So that's my number three. Curtis, what is your number three? I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack from Steve for this one, but I'm putting Final Fantasy VII Remake. No way. And I know I put that, I put that higher than the other two. I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I'm not always with Curtis. If he's doing acid, I can't tell you. Like, I can't tell you. And maybe he is, because, you know, who knows? But whatever, it's your opinion. Have fun with Two it. I mean, give, us, give us your reasons, you know? I, it's, it's purely a nostalgia. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I know you shit on it. I shit on it before. But that's part of the reason I liked it. Like, I played the original game. I don't know how many times I've beat the original. I like the story. The original story, let me rephrase that. I like the characters, seeing Tifa, that's all I need. The music, like all of that. Like I, I enjoyed it enough that I want to go back and replay it already, but I'm going to wait to see if there's going to be a PC port. Yeah, that's true. I guess it should be up pretty soon. We would hope. I, I mean, yeah, well, when was it? Because I it's thought it was only supposed to be your exclusive. That's why I'm surprised we haven't got a trailer talking about it coming to either Xbox or PC. Oh yeah, that's, that's my number three. My number three? Okay. Uh, no one's surprised, but um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Uh, I love the Spider-Man games. Honestly, if, if I felt like it would have made it, I would honestly put Spider-Man... You know what? Let's, I'm going to kind of cheat. Number three is Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales <laughs> because they're both amazing. I'm like, you know, how many times have you already been the, the Spider-Man 2018 like, Marvel Spider-Man game? And uh, the remasters just more with even more suits, God help me. And then Miles Morales, you know, for a little bite-sized Spider-Man game, I thought it was great. I thought the combat was great. Uh, they fixed so many things that they heard people complain about the first one in such a short time. They made the right changes, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the story was a little, like, there's highs and lows. Like, even by the end, like, there's a little scene that made me tear up. 
So I think they hit strong. I, I like Miles Morales as a character. I almost like surprisingly was like, you know what? Actually, like I'm fine if this is like the Spider-Man you guys want to go with. Like I think he's great. I like like the music, all that stuff. It's even better than the remastered. The combat's better. The stealth's better. Uh, there's just so many high points. The only downside is the shorter game. Yeah. I mean, at least they were, like, honest about it. They were forthcoming. They told us, you know, I was prepared for this. It wasn't, you know, taking me by surprise. But, yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, beat it twice. I got a platinum, and I never get platinum. So that almost speaks for itself. Chris, what is your number two? My number two most enjoyable slash best game was Persona 5 Royal. Ooh. Which I think it was my number one last year uh, for most enjoyable game. Uh, I it's still up there for me. I just I got into it. I mean, I obviously I already played it originally, um, but I was just you know I wasn't skipping conversations. I was just enjoying the time going through all. There's a lot of dialogue in that game, and I just sat there <laughs> yeah. and listened to them talk and watch it all. So uh, <laughs> the all the improvements they added, the additional stuff tons of different things i've uh, just had such a great time with it i ended up still getting over 100 hours and I've, i'd already played the game before so yeah you platinum the first time and you platinum yeah. it a second. yeah no i just i enjoy that game so much i'm hoping that persona 5 uh strikers is going to be good yeah but uh not sure not sure yet but i, I love the I characters so. regardless yeah, yeah i love the one characters. day I, one day i still have to go back and actually play it yeah, it's good. Highly recommend it. It is good. It's, uh, isn't it free? If, maybe I'm wrong. Is it free if you have a PS5? Yep. That's part of the collection. That's crazy. That's such a good get. Oh my God. Get it, everybody, if you have PlayStation Plus. Curtis, what is your number two? Uh, number two was that ye old Faith for Hades. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah. That's it's good. definitely it was it was a surprise. It was definitely probably the biggest surprise of the year to me that it was yeah, it was as enjoyable as it was. Playing it back in early access, it was already great. And you know, when it came out with its final release, it's you know, it finished up the story, it gave you more stuff to do. It was just it it's just it was just good. I liked it. I enjoyed. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at that one because so many people are recommending it. It's so easy. It's so simple. Like it's nothing, nothing fancy, nothing outstanding in terms of you know. It's it's not bringing anything new to the table. It's just what they did. It's mm -hmm. it was executed really did it well. well. Yeah, yeah. Is it technically like full release now, or is it early access still? No, it is full release. Full release. Okay. No, that's good. I'll have to look into that one. I'm kind of bummed it didn't win more at the the game awards. Mm -hmm. Impressive that it did, though. I mean, it always. Yeah. Steve, what is your number two? Uh, my number two, uh, I don't know, Curtis will probably support me on this, Demon Souls. Oh, hey. wow. Wow. I love it. Like, you know, it's harder, uh, probably because this is the first time I'm trying to be adult about it and play it strictly by myself. Usually, I just have so much fun with those games multiplayer that, like, I don't mind the shame of people being like, oh, you're not a real gamer, you're not being these guys by yourself, you're not, you know, in it crying tears of blood because you died 16 times to the same guy. Uh, but this one, so far, I've strictly played by myself. I'm already 20 hours, probably plus, in it. Um, the only reason I've stopped playing was because of Cyberpunk, but I want to get back to it. And, it, and like, and you know, I've said it how many times in our podcast, this game is so beautiful. Like, it's so stupid. It loads so fast. It, it's just, 
wow like what a re like that's what a remake should be and you know when i get into this later that is a remake Final Fantasy 7 remake is not a remake <laughs> spoiler Boom, alert doesn't it it, it gets spoiler you excited alert. for like future actual ps5 games like games made for yes. ps5 those those first party games yeah, yeah. It sets yeah. the bar really That's high. That's why I love that conversation where people are like, oh, the old consoles aren't holding these games back. I'm like, they absolutely are. Look at Cyberpunk. You know, look at any of these games. It's just like, ugh, like whatever. Like, sure, you can pretend. like it, But it's not always so simple as just like taking a slider down from like the PC version of this. It's the same thing why like some console games hold PC back because... You know, if every PC had SSDs and every PC had the same video cards, it's just easier to make a better game. But the, the shitty stuff holds it back. You can't make a game expecting everyone to have an SSD for a PC. Mm-hmm. Like you just, it's unfortunate. Uh, but anyway, moving forward, Chris, your number My one. My number one, which I'm pretty sure we'll share with Steve. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I can guess Curtis's. Oh, yeah. My, yeah, I can just guess by the way yeah, you phrased my it. My number one is Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, loved it. I mean, how much more can we praise the freaking game? It's beautiful. It's yeah. so much fun. I'm still excited to even try it on the PS5. But that's like, I'm like, I, I have less urge to do it because the PS4 version was epic. Which I, is I, funny too, because when we watched that last state of play before it came out, we were all like, eh, yeah, you know, I know. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, it, it blew me away. I <sighs> loved it. That's why I think maybe it, it touched us so much is because we had a negative feeling going in. You know, it's almost like when you go to a movie and you're like, oh, I heard this thing's pure garbage. And then you come out and you're like, that's nah, not so yeah. bad. Except this time, it's like, no, no, that was awesome. Like, what are people Yeah, saying? I mean, we've talked about so much already. So all I can tell you is if you have a PS4 or PS5, get this game. You need to have this game. Yeah, when I have a free second, I definitely need to play this on PS5. Like, hearing about the 60 frames... The boost, like, just, oh, it's probably going to be amazing. I, I cannot wait. Well, Steve, do you want to go? I'm, are you sharing your number one slot? Shock and awe, it is also Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> the, the boy who got snuffed at the Video Game Awards, uh, definitely the best game of the year. Um, yeah, it, I've never seen, until, you know, Demon's Souls, I would have said that was the best-looking game there was. Uh, at least for an open world, it's probably the prettiest game I've ever seen. Uh, hands down. I love the story. Is it somewhat generic at parts? For sure, but it really revs up. Once it, you know, hits 7 RPM, it, it never goes slower. It just goes crazier. You know, it had a beautiful ending. Uh, I like the characters. Like, most of the side quests were almost Witcher 3. There's some that were like whatever, but most of the side quests had characters you actually cared about and actually had some feel in there. Uh, I love the gameplay. Oh, I love the sword play. Like, you know, you could do stealth, but boy howdy was it almost always going back to just like traditional samurai fighting i don't know what it was a masterpiece you know for yep. me that's the closest you're getting out of 10 out of 10 yep. there curtis you're number one my boy take a guess what do you think doom eternal doom eternal is correct now ever ever since 2016's re or not really remake reboot came out that one already was good enough. Like, I didn't think that they were going to be able to do any better, but then they basically brought the whole, I didn't even want you to know what you want to call it, the arcade shooter style, the fast-paced run-and-gun style. Like, they brought that into Eternal, gave it some verticality because you couldn't do that in the original Dooms, 
and no it's great like the, all the the movement tech the guns the monsters like it's it's basically as if they had remade doom 2 hell on earth back in like 90 i don't even remember 1996 or maybe somewhere there and it's just the modern version of it and it's just i have so much fun with it i keep playing it now i can't wait for the next dlc story it's and now even being able to play at 4k 120 hertz woof so good yeah those guys always great at developing like those things always ran ran even like last gen you know ran 60 frames on almost everything even the switch somehow um well actually i think the switch is the only one that didn't but i could be wrong um yeah i don't know they always do good stuff like it's not my jam but i'm not a first person shooter boy so like i always but i listen to you know most people and i've never heard anyone be like that's a bad game like the first one people are so taken aback by and this one it just sounds like they doubled down on everything that made the first one special yep. Mm-hmm. can confirm okay so we got our top games out there so now let's have a little more fun and let's talk about top five most disappointing games of 2020 okay chris i'll let you start your list first okay so my i don't want to say these are the worst games ever because they aren't i think it was just me i was more personally disappointed with these games uh, and I don't, yeah, the first one here, it's not specifically a 2020 game, but, uh, so my number five is division two. Uh, I division one, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It definitely built up to something that was pretty decent game. Um, they sort of kind of had the effect that I think destiny two had where destiny one got got great by the end of it and then destiny 2 came out and it was like it had none of the performance and benefits of the first one at like the state it was launched division suffered from that as well where my just my expectations were i was expecting more and it didn't quite reach that level at all for me i think now today if i play the game today it's probably fine but at the time when I actually played it earlier this year, uh, it just it didn't do it for me. Did you guys try this one? I did. The only thing and the reason that I stopped playing is when they brought out the raids and they specifically said, oh, everything you can do has matchmaking. Raid came out, no matchmaking. Like, all right, I'm out. Not to mention that raid was broken, right? Like, I never played the game, but from when it first came out, everyone told me the same thing. You literally have to have one type of build don't ever think about a different type of build because you're not going to pass this raid, which seems like kind of counterintuitive for what they were making the game to be like, oh, you want to be a sniper or you want to be this specialty. Yeah. And then you get to a raid. And it's like, nope, we're all just going to have to use the same assault rifle, same stats, same everything. Otherwise, we're dead. Moving on. My number four um, might surprise you. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. That is my number four disappointing. And that one's for me, I think maybe Steve wore me down on that one a bit. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, yeah, looking back on it, I think when it's disappointing because you have an image in your head of what Final Fantasy VII is because you've played it for years. And this comes out and it's just a small, small portion of the grand picture that is Final Fantasy VII. And... Yeah, it's just there's small things. The story, they change things, which is okay, but I I don't know the overall picture is 
they're changing the old way of doing it, I guess. And there are issues, definitely the aerial combat. That was a big one that Steve mentioned before. Um, is it like a bad game? No, I don't think so. I think um, maybe new people to the franchise would probably enjoy it. I've seen some people who've never played the original who really enjoyed the game. Like it's their favorite RPG of the year. Um, so I get that. It is a good game. I'm just disappointed with some of the decisions they made, I guess. I know we've talked about this one quite a bit, so I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add. So I'm going to save my rant. Okay, because <laughs> yours is on your list. I'm pleading the yeah. fifth. Oh, it's somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, my number three. Uh, this one is also very similar. This one's just specific to the story for me, and that's Last of Us 2. Um, Gameplay-wise, it wasn't overly evolved from the first one. It was is pretty similar. I mean, it was a little bit more fine-tuned. It worked well. The combat was relatively fun. All that was great. It was just the story that I was very disappointed with. Uh, their decisions with Joel and just the layout. Uh, just the Yeah, this one's just mostly disappointed with the choices they made in the story for me. Uh, yeah. I'm going to guess this one might be on your guys' lists as well, so I'll move on to my number two. Uh, number two... Maybe I shouldn't be as disappointed in this one as I am. Maybe, I don't know. A lot of people are, they already hate Watch Dogs. So my number two most disappointed is Watch Dogs 3 Legion. Um, but it's, 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 I'm disappointed, but I knew this was going to happen. Like we talked about it so much, like, you know, having all these different characters to choose from. You're not going to bond with anybody. You're not going to care about the characters. And just the state the game came out, there's, there's so many issues, glitches. Um, the story is just yeah, generic bad guy. Go hunt for generic bad guy with a generic character. Uh, just disappointed in it, I guess. There's so many things that seemed like it would be more interesting, like having like an 80-year-old NPC on your team, but they just suck. There's like no, apart from having like them being fun because they're goofy, for humors, for memes, but yeah, yeah. It sounded kind of ground. I don't want to say me. I guess groundbreaking kind of works for the time when they were saying that you could play as any character. Like it was, mm -hmm. it was an interesting idea, but it just seemed broken. Yeah, it Didn't needs really more like spot. uniqueness or something too. Because like, I'm not very far in the game, but there's no like higher tier NPCs from what I can see, right? Well, like what differentiates Not them? That I'm I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like almost like gear where it's like this character is purple or something or gold. Like they're all just generic NPCs with random abilities. So it kind of loses mm. out on there. Do you guys have anything for Watch Dogs 3? I, I kind of just second everything yeah. you said. I found everything generic. I think the biggest problem with that game is it's to do what they set out to do is an overwhelming yeah. task. You... If you're going to do that, you have to triple down. That is going to take so much work to make that feature feel good. I've seen other games try to do this crap, and it just never works. It's always superficial. It, it just barely scratches the surface of passable, and that's where this game fell. And I'm like, well, why did you put that much effort into something that you weren't actually going to put enough effort yeah. into? Like, you just shouldn't have set that mountain as your goal if you only really want to make a hill. It's like I said, it just didn't quite hit the spot. No. Hit the target. Okay. 
my number one most disappointed. Ooh, here which, we go. I uh, I think maybe you guys might not even remember. Resident Evil Three. Ooh. Slash resistance if you want to include it. I I you know, Resident Evil Three was probably one of my all time favorite, you know, style games, like scary game back when I was a kid. That one was just fantastic to me. And I wanted that remake to just nail it. I wanted it to be perfect. Uh, I didn't have high expectations because they didn't really show much about it to my recollection. But I was really hoping for that to be even nearly as good as Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, yeah. That one Coming off the amazing. heels of them. Yeah. Yeah. This one is just such a throwaway game. And... Yeah, I mean, like we, I sped sped ran the game, like the speed run sped. I don't know, sped ran the game with you guys in like what three hours, and I was including cinematics. So it's like that's pretty like that, disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, so that is my miss, very extremely disappointed game because I just really wanted that one to be nearly as good as the second one. Yeah, I. This is honestly, you know, I already touched on this. Good remake versus bad remake. Yeah. yeah. Like Resident Evil 2, Fantastic. good remake. Um, Demon Souls, great remake. And then Final Fantasy VII remake, mm. and then Resident Evil 3. Mm. So I'm like, if you're going to make a, don't call it a remake, call it a remix. Like, do whatever the hell else you want to do. Reimagining, don't care. Do whatever. But like, the changes they made made no sense. I didn't love what they did with Nemesis. A, he looked dumber. He was less terrifying, in my opinion. With that stupid ass nose that's sideways, I'm like, would you get in a bar fight and you lost? Like, I don't care. Get out of here. And then, uh, and then just his progression through the game was horrible too. I don't know. It didn't feel like there was a story. It didn't uh, feel like he was hunting I, you yeah, very long I, either. Like, I mean, it felt like no, he was after and, you, but he only comes out at certain times in the game, and it's like, okay. And then you just run past him and go to your place. Yeah, it, like honestly, I, I feel like Tyrant was more yes. terrifying because you never you, knew. And when you he could was hear coming. his footsteps coming from a mile away, which was great. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I also have nostalgia for the original one. It's just like Fallen Fantasy Seven. I feel like the original one just is better product. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Curtis, your most disappointing list. Uh, let's hear it. I actually only have three. I don't have five. I know I'm a disappointment myself. but uh, Hey, that just means you had a better year in gaming than the rest I of I just have higher standards because I got basically you personally sold me on not buying a couple games this year so they I didn't so you. they didn't make I it took on that my bullet. list what a friend he takes the bullet so my number three is uh because i'm gonna basically gonna go from three to one uh my number yep. three was uh cyberpunk actually <laughs> okay yep. oh because of the fact like it is it is kind of broken it does have issues I am enjoying it, um, but it also does, like, I'm also having issues with it enough to put it to the point of it's kind of a bore to play sometimes because, like we were saying, it kind of hit the uh, the Molyneux effect, as if you will. So, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff promised that's not there, and it would be kind of nice that that stuff was there, like being able to wall run. That would make... A lot of the combat situations are really cool. Can you maybe ma- that's coming with? Yeah. Can you imagine how the developers must feel? Like they must feel awful right now. Like 
having those night mm. city wire events and they're having to go out there and say all these things to the public to the world and it's just like in the, their heads they know this isn't this shit's not ready like oh i just feel yeah. horrible for those guys oh for sure like they even brought that up in the last week's article we talked about when they were talking to the board of directors they literally said like what about a reputation yeah like what's going to happen to that and unfortunately it's not going to be good that's well, okay they'll take responsibility <laughs> <laughs> we also ordered you guys pizza everything good now like, <laughs> yeah. like pizza party pizza no party. yeah um okay and then what about your number two my number two uh again it's on my top five list as well but it's final fantasy 7 remake it hit made Ooh. both lists no, for Just sure. because of the fact that uh, the story changes that they're doing, even right from the start. Like, I was really hoping it was going to be almost... It, I guess remake is the dead giveaway because it wasn't just a recreation or like a complete remaster. They're redoing it. It's a remake. So the story started changing right from the start and I already kind of had worries. Like that first Sephiroth encounter. I was like, that doesn't happen. What's going on? And then by the time yeah. you get to the end of the game and they're basically laughing at the, the gamer saying, hey, we're with you now. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Blatantly making fun of you. Yeah. But, you know, people seem to be okay with it. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, like, oh, well, if you like. like. You're basically changing everything. What do you mean? Zach's still alive in this world now? Okay, sure. Let's see what happens there. Yeah. Spoiler alert. That'd be like me and my hero is Guy Fury, and I finally meet him. He's like, hey, you're a douchebag. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, shit, thanks, Guy Fury. You're thanks. awesome. You're so you know, like, And that's literally what I would like imagine when people are like, oh, no, I really liked it. I'm like, no, you don't understand. They called you an idiot, and they called you a problem. No, they like, didn't. No, they didn't. They were yeah. nice to no, me. No, they love it. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a metaphor at all. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, okay, and your number one? Number one, uh, it wasn't from this year, and I feel like Steve would agree with me on this one, though, was uh, Sekiro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, good because one. Because I, I have destroyed every Dark Souls game, except for Demon Souls on PS3, because that game, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't play it. The frame rate was god awful. No, I, I, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and, it, and like, I didn't know this problem before, but before the remake, apparently it was only, you had four directions to roll. It yeah, it was only you could only go sideways, front or back. Yeah, it was it was rough and to I'm play, like, and that's why I was actually curious how much of that they were going to keep in there to give it that original feel. Yeah. So, but that one, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Like I was good at Dark Souls. I was not good at parrying in Dark Souls. So the fact that they basically made that a main mechanic took me out of the game. Like, there was a bunch of little mini-bosses where if I, I was off by just a split second, and I'm pretty good with my reaction times, so, like, I'm not a bad learner with that, but I couldn't do it. I just could not play it, and I, I don't even think I got very far. I just kind of gave up. Like, what is your speed for parry? And, like, this is just a question for nerdy me, but, like, if I asked you, like, Dark Souls or Dark Souls 3? What's your parry speed? Like, what's your preference? I don't even know. I don't parry. Yeah. That's the thing. Dodger. Because, like, Demon Souls is more like Dark Souls 1, in my opinion. It's a lot easier to pull off. I want to say probably um, Dark Souls 1, then, because even playing Valhalla... Because Dark Souls 3 sucked. There was, like... Because, like, then they started making it, like, your arm goes in, and it doesn't count the parry until it swings out. And I'm yeah. like, 
okay, guys, like we're getting a little too technical. Yeah, like what, you know, that's like whatever the timing in Valhalla is. That's that's my timing because I can yeah. parry perfectly in that game. Yeah, Valhalla is a little kinder in that regard. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's my number one. And what about you, there, Steve? Oh boy, I think me and Chris's are actually surprisingly close to each other. Um, maybe not the exact same order, but damn close. Um, so that was fun. So anyway, I'm going to start at the bottom. My number five most disappointing is, uh, it was kind of like Curtis. It's also in my top five, but it's also a disappointment, Cyberpunk. Um, yeah, it's just, it's shallow. The world's dead. It's not at all what they were trying to sell us. You, you can come at me any day of the week and try to tell me I overhyped this game. I didn't like off with that shit. Like they overhyped it. They promised us things that never were going to be implemented. They walked back on things. They showed us like wall running and don't get me wrong. That one, they actually got ahead of and told us right out of the gate. They're like, Oh, you know what guys? Like it just won't work in the game. I don't know why, but whatever. I'm not a developer, but yeah, there's just a lot of things that they showed us, told us that never showed up. And they use the terminology, you know, they're the ones saying like, oh yeah, like you've never seen a city like this. Like this AI has lives and they'll do things when you're not around. And I'm like, okay, or I leave my bicycle in the street and the entire city just stops moving. All traffic (laughs) hails to the power of my bicycle. So whatever, like it is what it is. I find like the story is okay, but it's not, you know, it's not what I came to expect because... If anything, if I overhype myself, it was because Witcher 3 made me overhype myself because they gave me the experience I was looking for with that and then somehow regressed to this. Yeah, you have expectations um, from the developer. Exactly. So whatever. And I just didn't think of all developers to throw the shit bomb at us. It would be them. But and I, I'm not the only one that was you know, surprised. I think that's why there's so much news about this is just because of what a like, shit wake and this has been. Um, so that, enough of that. I think we talked about cyberpunk enough <laughs> today. Um, so number four, I think this one matches with Chris, but uh, Watch Dogs Legions. I uh, didn't have high expectations, but uh, somehow it still <laughs> did fell flat. Uh, I, I know sometimes getting an Ubisoft game, but boy, does this game look bad. Uh, it plays bad. There's nothing to do in it. Like it feels like a polished version of like cyberpunk where it performed better. Don't get me wrong. It's the second most crashes I've gotten in a game this year. Uh, but it was still overall less T-poses, less broken. But there's just nothing to do in it. So, it, like, it should have run better from the get-go just based off of, like, how I couldn't believe Ubisoft, of all people, who usually give us way too big of open-world games, gave us something like this. That's like, oh, clear this district. Oh, okay, well, I guess now complete the main story. That's all that's left. I'm like... Really? Like me and Chris used to get in arguments about this where Chris honestly believed that at some magical point they're like (laughs) going to surprise us with more content and they never did. And I was trying to tell Chris like that's not how games are made. (laughs) They don't. A lot of games don't make you play 90 hours to then secretly like, well, now there's content because you beat it. Um, Except uh, Dragon's Dogma. That was a weird one. Um, but yeah, well, they're going to have, so that was something at some point. Cause if multiplayer is coming, I saw a video of someone who got to preview the multiplayer. I'm like, obviously there must be something that gets added because what else do you do in multiplayer? <laughs> I know, but for people oh, like yeah. us, right? Like we, we bought this game full price and you don't have anything for me to do in it. Not to mention what I did have to do in it was so generic. It just repeats, you know, 
same complaints I had with Cyberpunk here, yeah. if not more here. No co-op day just one. Just like you're doing the same thing. It's not fun. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I just felt like the game had no fun yeah. in it. And like you said, you don't connect anything. So it's just like, I just had no connection to this main story. Yeah. Um, so that was that. The one that is different than all of y'all, because I'm the only one stupid enough to buy it, Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of knew a games of a service. This probably isn't going to be good. There, all the warning signs were there. I still got it because I was bored, you know, and I took a dive on it. But holy moly, was I still disappointed? Like, I thought, you know, because I kept hearing everyone praise. Everyone kept saying, "Oh, at least a single player campaign's good," but it's not. There's good parts in it, but it's spaced out with the junk crap games of a service stuff that they just stuffed in there. And they're like, okay, we're going to give you, like, two decent mainline story quests. Now go do this, like, side crap. And we're just going to force it into the main story. I'm like, why? Like, you should have left that. Like, at least I could have had one good experience. But no, they had to jam it in there. Almost like they were trying to pre-warn you to, like, what you're going to experience after. Uh, so, yeah, wasn't really impressed with that game. Uh, never really went back after I beat the main story. Like, it, it was so broken. And it's just a year of, like, broken games, right? Um you know, what another catastrophe. The new gold standard. And even now, yeah, well, exactly. And even now, we don't have a next-gen version. There's no date announced for that. I think they just finally got Kate Bishop's stuff out, and that was supposed to be a while ago. Um, yeah, just overall, it's Dead just weird. Yep. Uh, and, like, the same thing with Cyberpunk losing money. These guys lost, but, like, almost $70 million. But, Steve, but Steve the game's going to be totally different outside of the beta. It's going to be a whole different game. <laughs> <laughs> oh i know i mean that you love that one everyone's like oh no like it's the beta you can't judge it off the beta i'm like well, you if guys beta, the beta too. it's yeah. two weeks yeah i'm like if the beta is two weeks before the final product odds are it's not going to change that much no. so shock and awe um and then number four or sorry number two uh last of us two last of us part two um yeah it's it's a good looking game uh it has decent characters all that stuff um yeah so like i don't know i just thought the story was terrible i i seriously to this day i would argue anyone on the street any day of the week there's no way you can sell me the story as being a good story it's so generic and then just bad decisions are made all around things that just don't make for a good story decisions that make no sense just unrealistic happenings in the game like oh these four characters all meet in a post-apocalyptic world but they're very specific and it's just i don't know there's very a lot of politic pushing in this one uh so that didn't sit well with me gameplay was great ai uh it was good with uh, humans but i i just don't like the clickers it always felt like the slow part of the game like the way they do it and like how cheesy they would get like you know the ones that uh were sneaky i can't remember what the what they made but yeah. like i hated those there was always like a pain uh, just in a non-fun way and then when you mash them all together then it's just insane and i just found like i was so happy to get out of those scenarios that was another thing too like um, it just it felt like the the monsters were very secondary to the game they were just there like yeah. they weren't they, wait it's like the first one was very much the story was about them and getting her out of this town and the the enemy was mostly the monsters there were the people too but this one was just yeah. like the monsters are there just for because they're in the world there's like no effect yeah this one they this one they definitely wanted it to be like the monsters are the people yeah. the people are monsters and you're like okay i get it and then it just like you know it was so long in the tooth like did we have to have two different 
stories. Like it felt like two games. And I, I just think it could have been done better. The I forget what how you always say it, Chris, but like if they just the structure, yeah. like the pacing was yeah. terrible. Like I don't know. They could have done so many different things and it would have been a better game. Um, but yeah, that was disappointing to me because I really did like the first, I still hold the first one in high regard. Um, and I'll hold it over this one by far. Um, and then the top one, no surprise. If you've listened to any of the podcast episodes, Final Fantasy seven remake, absolute disappointment. Um, from the ground up as someone who idolizes the first, uh, the, the original game, I beat it more times than I count. I loved it. I love the characters. I love the story. It was fine the way it was. Then you called this a remake, and it's not a remake. You changed the story, you changed the characters, you changed dialogue, you changed all these decisions. Uh, the combat, I get that you want to grow and strive and introduce a new way of doing it. And at first, the, the way they sold it to me, I was actually interested. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, this does look... I was hyped, I was hyped. And then I get to it, I'm like, no, aerial combat's broken. I found, oh, like, for the most part, normal enemies were fine, and I found the combat fine. The problem was the game development side where they suddenly decided that, like, okay, we're, this combat would be fun otherwise, but now we're going to put you in a boss, and you have to play it a very specific way to be successful, especially in hard difficulties. If you don't play it the exact way they drew a path for you, and that's when I call this game linear, that is what I'm referring to. It is very much like we've made this experience. You have to play it this way. You know, like the house, you're Cloud and Aerith, oh and he flies God. around. Well, guess what I have to play? I got to play Aerith. You want me to play Aerith. I get it. Like, But that's not what a Final Fantasy is to me. I'm used to Final Fantasies where I get to pick my party, and I get to pick their equipment. Final Fantasy VIII, for God's sakes, you can have anyone be anyone. You want to be a summoner? Fuck it. Sells the summoner. You want Quizkult, to, or whatever the hell her name is. I can't even Quistus. say it. Um, thank you, Quistus. You want her to be a magic person? Do it. Like, who cares? It's up to you. This game, no. You play this game exactly the way we want you to play, and that is not Final Fantasy VII. And then we can talk about all the freaking horrible story decisions they did, how they're making fun of the hardcore fans. Like, I, I right away could tell what they were doing, and then you beat it, and like, and then it just breaks the lore of the game. Uh, I don't know. There, there's so many problems with that game. If it was its own thing and you called it something else, it probably would have been okay, but even then I still wouldn't have enjoyed the gameplay. Like, I just remember at the end, it's a pretty sad thing that I just want to get through it so bad that I had to drop it to easy. And I, I don't have to because the level difficulty, I had to just for my sanity, my mental sanity to get through that baloney town, especially what I think it was chapter 14. I, I could be misquoting, but uh, that was horrible. I, I was just so bored to tears. That thing ran on forever that I was just like, and then, yeah, I didn't find the bosses fun because I didn't want to play it. Their very specific path. Uh, all the hallways, all the maps, straight lines, boring as shit. There's no exploration. They they filled this game. You know, they're like, oh no, we're going to give you a very good slice of content. I'm like, no, you didn't. You know, if anyone who played the original one, the second reactor that you go to is literally like a three minute portion in the original game. They bloated that thing up to be five hours, but the problem is there's nothing added of consequence and any actual substance to it. Like, why did you have to blow this five hours? Oh, to justify your greedy, we got to make multi-parts so we can make multi-dollars. I'll leave it at that. I've had my <laughs> rant. It is by far the most disappointing game in the last decade, in my opinion. Final but Fantasy whatever. VII reimagining. Yes, it's an thank alternate you. That would have even been better. Boom. Mind blown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a turd sound. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the music's the only thing that's... But even that wasn't an orchestra. But at least, like Chris Curtis said, like, nostalgia points. Okay, I'll give you that. Characters, nostalgia point. But that's it. Okay, guys. What is your most anticipated games of 2021? So, I will read my top five. My number five most anticipated game is Hogwarts Legacy. I honestly didn't know much about it until Steve showed me. And I'm pretty excited for it because... Uh, who doesn't love the world of uh, Harry Potter? And just looks good. Good. Uh, my number four anticipated game is Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, I'm a little bit hyped for it, but that's just because I'm. I don't really know anybody else that's like overly excited for Resident Evil games, except for me. So it's just a series I really enjoy, and yeah, I don't know. It, it's not where I want the series to go, but whatever. I'll. St- there's so many Resident Evils I didn't want to go in that direction. So, uh, my number three, Steve might get upset on this one, but my number three anticipated game is Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm just kind of interested in where it's going. Um, the trailer I saw for it kind of piqued my interest. Um, they didn't show much, mind you, but it's got me interested in it enough to be curious about it. So, that is my number three. I will buy you a pizza if this thing has anything higher than a seven in a Metacritic. Okay. I appreciate the pizza. I just, 100% just from no what I see. Gra- <laughs> okay. That's a lot more than a pizza, but fuck you. Um, but anyway, from, from what I've seen, graphically, that game's a disappointment. Uh, it, looks, it looks like a bad VR game experiment where they're like, okay, well, VR doesn't sell as much, so... Let's make it a mainline game, but uh, we'll keep the graphics the same because we've already done that groundwork, so screw it. And then, like, I don't know, I'm not into the hocus pocus. Like, I, I mean, you guys at home can't see my hands, but you guys can. And it's like, is this Naruto? Is this Naruto with like neon lights? Like, I don't Just know, whatever. Tick. I guarantee, I'm, I don't know. And I could be wrong, obviously. And they didn't show much. That's a possibility. But from what I've seen, I. This game's a solid five or six. I I have a hard time believing Metacritic's going to be higher than a seven <laughs> or even add a seven. My anyway, yeah, no, you keep going. my number two. Um, yeah, Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. I think I'm willing to put in the time to go through all three of those again. Um, have you ever played yeah. the first one? Yeah, I pl- I played that one okay. actually on. I Xbox. never played the first one because because I borrowed it okay. from a friend dog shit performance yeah it wasn't great on there and oh my god the the grind on that one was pretty bad but mm-hmm. uh bioware with gaming <laughs> issues that's weird um but yeah i'm excited for it i like that series and i i would say the new mass effect game is what i'm anticipated for but that won't be 2021 it by any means so and then i guess my number one excited one just because it's you know soon uh is the medium uh, I, I like scary games, and this one really looks like it might fill that uh, Silent Hill void in my life. So, yeah, I'm super stoked for this one. It looks good. Uh, I think it. Do you guys remember? Is this Xbox Series X exclusive for like a month or something? Yeah, I can't remember how long. It's not a year. Yeah. I thought it was three months. Yeah, if, it depends. If I it's going to take remember. too long to get, I might have to get it on PC, but. That one's my most anticipated just because yeah, it's soon. Why not jump in jump into that game pass, <laughs> you pay that dollar, you play the full game, and then you Throw it back. brick off. And then, you know, somehow they claim to their investors that they're making tons of money. 
so that's my uh, top five. Yeah. I'm guessing your guys will be probably different, but Curtis, what is your top five anticipated games for 2021? So to, to make up for me having three uh, bad games, I have seven anticipated. Nice. <laughs> so first one, I'm going to follow suit with Chris and yeah, Hogwarts Legacy nice. is one of them. Only because it's, it's interesting because there hasn't really been a good Harry Potter game. No, ever. Arguably. So next I mean, one. I mean, again. we enjoyed them as kids, I guess. <laughs> but And yeah, my next game is uh again following Chris. I wanted to see the the medium. And because it's on PC, I will be able to play it because yeah. And I know I'll be able to play Indeed. it. But it it looks cool. I'm definitely interested in having like the, the spirit world real world split. It's definitely an intriguing interesting looking title, so mm-hmm. I'll definitely check it out. Uh, next one up is uh, Witcher Three Complete. Because oh, I don't even know about that. I... One. Oh yeah, man, that's gonna be nice. It's coming to the next gen consoles and oh. PC. It's getting ray trace support, faster. But do load we times. feel as confident about it now? Huh? Do we feel <laughs> oh boy. like what free time do they have to do this? Because uh, I believe they're on getting uh, Redcon. All they have to do is put ray tracing into it. That's all they have to do. Uh, all Ubisoft had to do was click vertical sync box for my PS5 <laughs> version, but they couldn't do it. Uh, I, can't, I couldn't. I don't, I don't think I could put 150 hours into it again. I know I want to play. Do you it again, have over 200? Is it 200? Uh, yeah. Skip a few. 99, 200. Because I think you had to beat it multiple times for that. Plot. No, no, no I did it in one time. Yeah. I played on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. No, it was uh, tough. This this boy likes his platinums. <laughs> I can do it as fastest way possible. I made it worse for myself because I have to pick up every spoon and fork. But whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Next next one up, I got also Resident Evil Village. Mm. Only because I I have played every other Resident Evil game. I'm not probably as diehard as Chris. Did you play three though? I don't. I, don't, I thought you didn't play because of Chris. I didn't. Only because oh. I couldn't justify the money to buy yeah. a game that'll take me two hours to beat. Yeah. Yeah, it has no replayability like the yeah. second. I yeah. almost bought it the last time it was on sale, but even like 20 bucks, I'm like... Eh. Yeah, I was going to say 40, <laughs> if it, 14 99 You're like, maybe if they gave me $20, <laughs> it goes, it's like, I'll take it. it's a little it. cheaper, yeah. maybe. But I did play 7. I, I'm not a fan of the first-person aspects, but I like the... I, I liked it for the fact that it gave you a little bit of a more of immersion. It kind of felt more horror like. The VR was great f- too. That shit was scary. Oh, that would have been so great. I couldn't to try, do it, but I've never done like, it. Like I had to play it with somebody here because I, I was just too scared to do it by myself. Oh, see, and I want to. Until, I'm just too poor. Uh, Oscar the Grouch started coming at you from the basement. That's when I lost interest. <laughs> no, next up is get uh, out of my garbage can. <laughs> next up is Far Cry Six. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it would have been nice if I actually, you know, bought, you know, a processor when I should have, because then I could have got it for free. But you know what? I guess I'll spend the money on it, mm. even though I haven't played five. But I don't know. I didn't really care for the story of five. Six looks a little bit more interesting. Five but. was like a six out of ten. Yeah, that's five's what I better heard. than freaking the what was it? The new dawn that came after that. Yeah, that was kind of like five point five. That thing was awful. Uh, that's why it's it's on the list. I'm keeping my eye on it, but it's got to be kind of it has to be along the lines of Far Cry Three. If it isn't, then pass. But we'll see. Uh, next one up, and I have a feeling you guys haven't heard of this, but it's possible. 
uh, but I want Oddworld Soulstorm. Mm, yeah. I have heard of it yeah. because it keeps showing up in my yeah. um, PlayStation I, stuff. I, yeah. I overplayed back in... Oh, this one was 1998, I believe, was when Abe's Exodus came out. And when uh, the last one came out, when New and Tasty came out, I played that. That was great, so... And this one's apparently supposed to get a lot more work done to it. So new and tasty I'm was the to remastering of Odyssey, right? Yeah, yeah. I played the original that PlayStation was, one. That was that was fun. I know, and it was really well done. And my last one that I'm looking forward to, and the number one reason that I'll buy a PS5 one day, is God of War Ragnarok. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Assuming it even comes out next year. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if that's 2021. Hopefully. Well, they're saying it is, so we just got to go off of what yeah. we know. And I mean, I doubt it just because of like how much stuff's already in there. I could see it easily slipping through. But, oh, if it makes that date, like 2021, man, that's going to be a crazy, another crazy PlayStation year. Yeah. What is your list, Mr. Steve? Okay, we're going to go in the order as such. Uh, number five on my most anticipated for 2021 is Vampire Bloodlines 2. Mm, yes. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines yeah. too. There's, Sorry. there's been so much. There's just so much yeah. in the company, and uh, it's just so many people getting the axe and like, I don't, it's just not in a great place. But I want it. You know, I want the hopes and dreams that it that it's good. Uh, yeah, I've always been championing this one. I'm I'm very excited. That, yeah, that's reasonable. Not much to say about it. I just. We'll even see if it comes out, honestly. It was supposed to be this year, but I just feel like it's going to keep getting delayed with all these weird last-second decisions. Yep. Um, going on from there, not overly... I wasn't a fan of the first one, but Horizon uh, oh, 2 yeah. or whatever they're oh, yeah, yeah. forbidden. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, so I'm putting Horizon in there, hoping that it just is a lot better than the first one. I thought the first one had so many issues. The human AI was garbage, garbage. Uh, I just found all those sections not fun. Uh, I didn't really love the world that you're just constantly getting murdered in by these robots. Like, you, you couldn't take a left turn mm -hmm. without a robot just, like, going all ape on you. Um, so I wasn't in love with that. But, yeah, hopefully number two just has improvements. General. Yeah, they got a good uh, base. Like, uh, just improve what you yeah. already have. Because it you know, looked yeah. good. Like, there's yeah. no doubt. Like, I don't think anyone. My only concern, too, is, like, it is coming out for PS4. So is it actually going to look any yeah. different? Uh, other than just, you know, better frames per second and it loads fast. Mm -hmm. whoop dee, -dee. Uh, Not going to be Demon Souls. Um, going on from there, we're going to number three, uh, the medium. Oh, good. You made everybody's list. I'm with you guys. My only fear is it's going to be very gimmicky and I'm worried that that two world at the same time is really not going to add anything. Uh, so if it doesn't have a strong base, I'm just scared that that's going to get old real quick. Because, you know, let's face it. At any given point, they're not going to show you two things of interest at the same time. So really, you're only going to be interested in one corner of the screen for the most part, right? I'm also worried about the like length. when you're in this. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. That that too. Because uh, my fear is you're going to be in the spirit world. Obviously, all you're going to really care about the spirit world, and the other side is just going to show you. Oh well, in the spirit world, it looks like this, but in the real world, you're just walking across you like know, a board. And I'm like, well, you know, it would be super trippy. Is if the game was like in VR and out of your left eye you saw the real world and oh, your right eye on. would be the spirit world? <laughs> camera one, camera oh, two, camera so one, trippy. camera two. Oh man, that would messed it? up. Oh my god, that totally throw you off. Everybody be throwing up. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> That's fine. And then uh, so yeah, mediums in my number three, number four, two. Uh, like number two. What? 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Number two, uh, God of War Ragnarok. You know, my game of the year, 2018. Uh, easily. Uh, loved it. Uh, can't wait for more of it. And yeah, there's not much to say here. They haven't shown anything, but I don't care. Just take my money. Uh, and then going on the number one, uh, I'm just more hyped than anyone. Harry Potter. Uh, Hogwarts Academy or whatever number the hell they're one. calling it. I don't it. even just know what it's it called. Me. Come on. Don't care. It's got Harry Potter. I don't Potter. even, I don't even really, think Harry Potter's in the care. name of it. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's Hogwarts. Oh, what is it? Hogwarts Legacy, I think. No, but there's like a weird title on the oh. time, like on the top where it says Wizarding like World? It's something Potter Wizarding related. World, maybe? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's not Harry Potter. But either way, that's my number one. I cannot wait for this game. Ever since it leaked, I've just been like, give it to me already. <laughs> just announce that it's real and give it to me. Um, but yeah, that's my list. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm psyched for 2021. Uh, I hope it's as good as t- 2018 was. Um, this year wasn't great. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, my list like something's made it in just by default. Default for lack of what I have played. Yeah, I would have included God of War, but I I think my expectation is it won't make it 2021. <laughs> but no, we, and we I totally could see that. Yeah, yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm just being hopeful. I'm going with what they told me. You can't call me a liar because the not the 2021's in the trailer or teaser. Okay, so that's pretty much our lists. Uh, we're gonna just quickly go into some honorable mentions. If anybody wants to add any additional ones to your most enjoyable or disappointed or anticipated, uh, now would be the time. Uh, I'll start. I have a couple that didn't quite make the list for me, but I feel like they should be mentioned. Uh, so on the best enjoyable, I also have Among Us. I've fallen in love with that game this year. Uh, I'll drop anything to play it if I see a group of people on. Just have a great time with that game. Uh, I haven't played this one as much, uh, Fall Guys, but that one's also kind of fun to play with friends. It's just goofy. You're just constantly laughing at each other and swearing. It's great. And then one other one, um, I don't remember what year this game came out, but I played it this year, was Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Really enjoyed that RPG this time. Uh, I never played the first one. One of my buddies says, you got to play the first one, that's even better. First one's way oh, yeah, better. Oh, that, yeah, that's what I've been hearing too. But I, I really enjoyed the second one, so that couldn't only be good things. And the first one actually had Studio Ghibli working with them. <laughs> uh Animation yeah. was better. Characters were better. Um, Story's dark as shit for a little whimsical thing, but nice. whatever. Um, a couple on my disappointed scale. These ones are ones that I was disappointed that I didn't actually play or buy yet. Uh, I think God falls on that list. I think we kind of were hoping it was going to be something special. And it, from what we're reading and seeing about it, it's definitely not hitting the mark on that one so yeah that was one that was i think we were almost looking at getting it on launch and it's just the reviews hit yeah and we just disappeared. i think we just wanted something we could play together that was generally fun i, I don't think either one of us ever thought this was going to be a nine or a no. ten out of ten but we were hoping it was at least a seven and it doesn't sound like yeah. it's that and then my last disappointed one i have written down is boulder's gate which is another one that i think uh i, I think that it'll get there eventually but the initial reviews, like kind of similar to Godfall, it's it's not hitting the mark again. It's just the story and some of the glitches I've seen, just hilarious. 
but uh, that one's kind of on my discipline help how it's, No. Doesn't help how it's early access, though. Yeah, and, and that's another one. Like, it's an early access game that's charging full price for it, which is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, as a joke, uh, I have a number six for all three categories, and that's Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> so mine did make the list. It was just number six. Uh, I'm enjoying the world. I like the story. Disappointed in all the glitches. Hate the crashes. Things need to be patched. Also anticipated for what's to come for Cyberpunk in 2021. That is my honorable mentions. Yeah, I've I've only got a couple for my top five because I you know couldn't make a top five worst or disappointed games. So my two for my my top five were uh, Crisis Remastered. Oh, I oh I didn't remember you actually played it. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it punishes my system, but no, it looks it looks good, and I I thoroughly enjoyed the first Crisis more than two and three, so mm. it was nice to go back and dabble in that again and just watch it punish my thirty eighty. And uh, my other honorable mention was Mortal Shell. Oh mm. yeah, right. Yeah. Only because again, a big fan of the Soul series beats all the Dark Souls, beat Bloodborne, <laughs> Sekiro, but. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. It was a nice spiritual successor, but it didn't quite hit the mark, so that's why I didn't make the top five. Steve, do you have any last thoughts or mentions you'd like to shout out for this year? You know what, honestly, I, I feel like I, I touched on everything that I can think of. Um, yeah, for at least for games I liked, for disappointments... I think I touched, I, you know, there wasn't a lot for me. Like, I'm not an indie guy, so, like, I, I typically just stick with AA, AAA, and... Uh, Any shooters? Or like, oh, you know what? For disappointment, um, my honorable mention for disappointment is, and this is where, like, we can fist a cuff, but Genshin Impact. Uh, when I saw the first trailer, I, I was pretty excited. I, it's on one of the podcasts I talked about. I'm like, hey, that game looks interesting. I, I want a traditional JRPG, and that's not what this was. And that's my own fault. I, I based my thoughts on just the trailer and then I found out later it's kind of like a wannabe Breath of the Wild, which then even then I was still like, okay, but as long as it's got good combat, all that stuff, and then I played it and I'm like, no, this is a mobile game and this is very much like grind this and we have 7,000 currencies for you to grind and what's the point of it? We don't even know and we make the game. And then like, you know, it has dialogue stuff. It's great if you measure it by like it's a free-to-play game but i the worst part about that game was the combat i was so bored to tears i'm like this is so in just fence i don't think you got involved in it enough yet because i know you only have like three hours and a lot of it is the combat of really gets kind of evolves a little bit when you're switching between characters well, I got to the point where there's characters. I just, I didn't like that. I thought that was a weird thing to lean on, mm. that they're not at the same time. You know, like I'm used to traditional JRPGs, yeah. like Persona 5. I have a team of people. Yeah. This one's like, no, we exist inside each other, and we only come out when the other goes inside. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, you guys couldn't process more than one character? And then, I honestly, you think about the mobile aspect. I'm like, oh, yeah, to make this thing run on mobile, you guys probably did some weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what holds it back the most, unfortunately. So yeah, that was one that I was excited for. And then it just turned out being okay. And I was like, well, I just don't have enough time for okay this year. So mm -hmm. other than that, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Among Us might be 
also part of my disappointment list, but barely enough to mention. I just I saw everyone playing online and it looked really fun. And then we played it and I was like, maybe I just you have to have a crap ton of people. And maybe it was the the party we had or what. But I was just like, really, this and I didn't know what the hell I was doing half the time. Uh, But yeah, it's just I didn't find it. It wasn't what I thought. I thought I was really going to have a great time. And I was like, okay, this is okay. Like, if I had nothing else going on, I might play it again. But if I was playing Cyberpunk or something and somebody told me, like, hey, we got a group of people, I'd be like, maybe tomorrow. When you can get a group of 10, it's it's fun. And I I could see that. I could totally see that. we only had, like, what, seven people? Six people? Yeah, seven. Which is tough because then you're kind of on the borderline of having one killer. One killer's tough when you're against six people, so... Oh, and I think Sam had an agenda against me the whole time. So <laughs> everyone had one against under me. Underbus, underbus. No, no, it was Sam for me. He voted me out when I wasn't the guy, he, and he wasn't the imposter either. So I'm like, why are you voting me out with no nothing? And then the other time, he literally called a meeting <laughs> to say it's Chris, and in the same conversation, was like, but it could be someone else. So I'm like, why did you even call the fucking meeting then? Because it wasn't like he found a dead body. He literally just ran back to the buttons. Like, wait, Chris second Curtis's lie, and Curtis was the imposter, so it must be Chris. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I totally thought the same thing. He's like, but, and then he just like went sideways <laughs> with it and got it, like lost the game for us. I'm like, how the fuck did that? Just happen? <laughs> I did. I didn't even have to silver tongue that one. <laughs> no, you you literally probably sat back and you're like, this might be the dumbest motherfucker I've ever played with. <laughs> It's like his, you you probably being the imposter were like, holy shit, like he figured this out, like I'm and then no, he talks himself into a corner and like oh, yeah. it's like, oh sorry, I wasted you guys' time. Yeah, Let's uh, play some Chris's more until like, oh, I was following him. I was like, I just signed his death warrant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. Okay, well, that is pretty much our show for this week. Um, yes. That was uh, a lot of fun hearing everybody's lists. I know we had a lot of similars, but we do have a lot of similar tastes, but also some different ones. Yep. Somebody said Hades, so. Yeah. Hey. Okay, everybody, that's it for the uh, little episode 42 bonus Christmas episode. So everybody just have a safe and uh, as happy Christmas as you can with everything going on in the world. And uh, we'll see you before 2021 again. So uh, that's some good news. And then uh, at that point, we can wish you a happy new year and all that stuff. No homework, nothing like that. I think we're done. Thanks for joining us yet again. And uh, I think we did a somewhat timely manner that we love so much. So we will talk to you in the forthcoming week, maybe a fortnight. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye. Give me, give me a second. Can, can we all pause for a sec? <laughs> <laughs> Copyright strike. Less than 10 seconds. This is. Oh, this is Death Stranding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need Terry Crews to sing it. Uh, next one up. Enter my spirit world, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>